Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron, and I have someone who I'm so excited to talk to because not only has she been the Bachelorette, as we know, she's been one of two and has had a lot to say about this season, good and bad. I'm excited to dig into it. Caitlin Bristow, how are you? Hi, I'm so good. Thank you for having me. Yes, I have a lot of opinions always. (laughs) But what I love about your opinions is you're the first one to say, that you see all the sides all the time. Like you're, you, in your last post, I feel like you did on Instagram, you were like, straight up, I have a love-hate relationship with this franchise and I always will. Is that like kind of how you feel? Okay, hate is a strong okay, word. It's a strong I word. I said hate because I definitely have so much love. Like, especially after hosting for two seasons, mm-hmm. I got to see a little bit more of like the hard work that gets put into the show, the amount of people that care. I saw producers crying when people got hurt and like so I was like okay this is good for me to see because people care and they're you know there's people being away from their families camera crews so many times that just like put their heart and soul into this show and I have to remember that when watching because at the end of the day it is a tv show and they make good tv um but of course I have opinions because you know, when it's a show like The Bachelorette and Bachelor, and they've done such a good job at evolving with the times and, you know, being called out and making changes. I just thought that two Bachelorettes might be going backwards. Um, So that's where my frustration came from, which always comes out in tweets. (laughs) Right. And perfectly worded tweets. Uh And we're going to get into this specific episode, but overall, How are you feeling watching it? Are you enjoying it from a viewer's perspective? Has it been hard for you to kind of watch it without, I mean, overall you've been, like you've said, you've been the bachelorette, you've been the host, you've been a viewer. Like how has watching this version been after all that? So I have a lot of mixed feelings on it. I started off being really angry watching it and frustrated and feeling like the show was going backwards And I said, like, okay, great. I love that you're saying we're going to show a beautiful female friendship that's empowering. Love that. But there's no chance that it's not going to end with getting pitted against each other, whether that's planned or not. It's going to happen because you've got two really incredible, beautiful, intelligent women up there who guys are going to fall for both or one's going to be really strong, strongly attracted to one and not the other. And that's just going to be a recipe for heartbreak. Um, So I just thought like, no matter what, this is going to get messy. And I don't want the girls to ever compare themselves to one another. And as the season went on, I could see that happening. So again, I got frustrated, but I also wanted to, you know, 
try and look at it through a different lens and say like, oh my gosh, I hate this. But if Gabby and Rachel love this and they actually like are leaning on each other and communicating and saying like, I'm so glad I had her there during this, then I can't really, you know, poo poo on it if it's working for them. Um, so sometimes I have to really compartmentalize their separate relationships, them as bachelorettes and kind of tuck my own insecurities away of how maybe triggering it is for me to watch since I was compared to another woman on my season. Yeah, I think that's so fair. And I think one of the things that has been clear is their love for each other for sure. But what also is clear is that it's human nature to look over and be a little jealous or not understand why you're, you know, they're rejecting you. If you know, the word rejection keeps getting thrown around. So I think Mm -hmm. that's all valid. Um, But they have seemingly insisted that they don't feel like they're being pitted against each other. So I guess how we feel watching it doesn't matter as much as how they feel experiencing it is kind of what you think. Right. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of people watching are feeling like, yeah. Okay. Maybe it's not like so clear that it's pitted them being pitted against each other, but they're definitely being compared. You know, it's, that's just, I mean, we experienced that on the bachelor as contestants, you know, we're, we're 30 women dating one guy. Of course, we're all being compared and dating the same person and having insecurities and feeling like we're not good enough. Um, and that's usually, you know, what happens on uh, as a contestant. Now, when you go into the lead role, you're supposed to feel that like, I've already been there, done that. You have the empathy for those contestants that are going through it but it's your time to feel desired and, um, you know, put up on this pedestal to show like, this is why I'm the bachelor and this is why I'm the bachelorette. And I've been really craving that out of Rachel. Um, I really want her to see her worthiness and, and put away the comparisons and the not good enoughs. We all feel them. And I think it's, you know, really vulnerable of her to talk about them, especially in front of the men. But I'm just at a point now where I'm like, turn the beat around because you are a gorgeous queen and show them your worth. Absolutely. And that's a perfect segue into this episode because we obviously kicked off with the Logan drama being wrapped up. Now, Logan, what do you think of him? Because not wrapped up, but I mean, you know, following through from last week. I Part of me feels it's easy to be like, Logan, what are we doing here? But a part of me is like, he did kind of try last week to like get ahead of it. They didn't get the chance. So he accepted the rose again. Does he have a leg to stand on to try to switch? What are, where do you think about Logan? I have, I have completely changed my tune of Logan um, as of two hours ago. Oh, exciting. <laughs> because, breaking news. So I, yeah, breaking news. I did a podcast with Charlene Joint and her mm-hmm. husband, Andy. Um, and they kind of switched my mindset on Logan because they're like, you know, they really don't have a villain. So they're just kind of playing villain music over Logan being indecisive. Um, and you know, we've read stories online of girls, all these girls have hooked up with him. That doesn't really bother me. I'm like, yeah, whatever. He was a single guy living in his town about to go on the bachelor. He might find the love of his life. So great. Go do whatever, you know, if if it's consensual, like go get it. Um, so that doesn't really bother me, but I think a lot of people that probably rubs them the wrong way. And then it makes it easy to not like him on the show, especially if he's flip-flopping. But the truth is he's probably one of the most sincere guys um, who's being honest and really wanted to have a shot with Rachel. You know, he probably wanted to have a conversation with her last time, but the ca- cocktail party got canceled. So then he's like, well, I don't want to just not take a rose and embarrass her in front of everybody again. So I'm going to wait, have a private conversation with her. 
Um, I don't know. I, th- I think um, we are villainizing a maybe sincere guy. Um, and I'm, I'm curious how it's going to go because I, I think he was just following his heart. I, I always called him Nogan because I was like, oh, no, Logan. <laughs> but now I changed my tune after talking to Charlene and Andy. I was like, well, maybe he's yes, Logan. Oh, my know. God. I know. And with the base on the trailer, maybe there's more to come. So maybe, you know, maybe right. you'll have to eat our words. But I kind of right. feel like he was in a like in between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. And all the guys who didn't accept roses from Rachel just all went home for the most part. Yeah. Besides Meatball I had to come crawling back. So he got there. Could he have said it sooner? Probably. Did he maybe? We didn't see it. Also, potentially. And like, we're not, you're not able as a contestant to just go talk to the bachelorette whenever you please. You have to wait until it's the right time, till it's on the right camera, till the producers are there. So he didn't really have a choice probably on to when, on as to when he could have that conversation. And poor, and so Rachel, I mean, listen, hearing that, I don't care whether she liked Logan or not, not fun, especially just feeling totally. like every week, every new country, something happens, someone's knocking on her door. Um, it's just breaking her down. I, I feel so bad for her and I get it, but I'm, I just wish she didn't cancel the day part of her date because like yeah, Tino said, those guys are the, I feel like Rachel this whole time has had a smaller group of guys that are into her, but guys that are really into her, like the mm-hmm. guys that have been there for her, like are all in kind of, it seems. And even though it, the rejection, I can't imagine what that feels like. Right. I just feel like the ones that are there, like are all in. So it kind of stinks that the ones that like wanted to be there didn't, didn't get a chance. But from your perspective, would you have been able to go on a group date after that? Like, what do you, how do you think, like, what is that like? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know because I don't, I didn't keep getting rejected and feel like I wasn't worthy uh, over and over again, like she did. So I can't say what I would do in that situation, but what I will say is I'd probably try and like pull up my socks and really battle through and let the ones that are there for me change my, like, you know, my attitude and how I was feeling. And, and she would have felt like, okay, I am worthy and I should be confident because these guys are here for me. And I, I was really disappointed that she canceled that day portion. Um, I always I always look at it through two different lenses. So on one side, I was annoyed. I was like, why would you cancel that? Time is of the essence on this show. Five minutes can be like five weeks in the real world. You need to take advantage of any time. These guys are putting their hearts on the line. They're taking their time out of their life to be here for you. And like I said, you don't get enough time. So any time you spend it, it, she was doing herself a disservice to not spend any time with these guys who are there for her. Um, But on the other end, I um, suffer from hormonal depression. And there are days where I genuinely cannot get out of bed and my mental health really struggles. So I don't know if it was that for her where she was like in a very low place and really couldn't do that because I would have a lot of compassion for it if it was that. So I would just be curious to know, was she just, you know, having a little pity party, which I could relate to um, and just, you know, chose to do that and maybe regrets it? Or was it like she was really, um, you know, feeling down in the dumps and, and needed a mental day? Because I would understand that. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a very good point. Something that surprised me was Gabby's reception to Logan. I mean, doesn't surprise me at all that she like thought of Rachel first, because again, right. that's evident. And she's there just like yeah. so great with each other. But I was totally. kind of surprised she was down to entertain him. I was really surprised because I that just goes to show like I, I always have to relate back to my season and it's not to make it about me. It's just because I can put myself in certain people's shoes. 
Um, and I thought about that with, you know, Nick joined, Nick Vile joined my season halfway through. And of course the guys were mad and some people could have been like, what are you thinking? But at the end of the day, this is your journey to find love. And although we can laugh at the show and we can poke fun at it and we can say it's so dramatic and fake, it's real, it's real and feelings are real. And you really have to follow your heart, even if it like, you know, shakes up the house or might not be the right thing to do in other people's opinions. If she has any glimmer of hope for them to have a relationship and she feels attracted to him, this is her time to explore those options. And you want at the end of that, when you're standing there, as the one that's engaged, you want to know she left no stone unturned. There's no wavering. She's not ever going to leave you because she has dated the highest quality of men to get to you. And she chose you. And so I think um, guys need to remember that, that at the end of the day, it's not like, Oh, it's going to take away from me. No, it's just going to make her, um, her heart more clear. That's also a great point. Quite literally rocking the boat with the guys, yeah, but not about them. And you're right. You did do that. And you know what? Nick made it pretty damn far in your season. So it was, and I have no, and I have no regrets about that because that made my decision at the end. I was like, wow, I really took that relationship as far as I possibly could to realize that wasn't my person. Yeah. And I'm glad I did that. A hundred percent. And we also saw throughout the rest of the episode, like when he did get time with her, to me as a viewer, I was like, in what world does Logan even know he has feelings for Gabby? He spent five minutes with her, however right. long ago it was in real time of yeah. filming. They say weeks, whatever. But then yeah. when we saw them together, pretty natural, a lot of making out. Yeah. Yes, it was worth yeah. it. Yeah. There's, I mean, you, you can't deny chemistry when it's there and it's there for them. And I just think that's great. They both are following their hearts and that's, you, you can't always make decisions that the viewers are going to want you to make. You have to make those decisions for yourself and that's, that's how things work. Rachel's guys, um, did get a little time with her. And then she had a one-on-one -on -one date with Ivan, which guys, Avon, what guys Avin. for Rachel are working for you? Who are you? Who's standing out on, on team Rachel as I mean, they're calling it? I hate the team thing. I know you do. Um, <laughs> I, it's, it's so bad. Cause I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to seem bitter at the show. Cause I'm like not hosting this season. Cause I actually, it, to me, it makes sense. Jesse's an incredible host. Mm -hmm. Gabby and Rachel have each other to talk to. You don't need two more girls and me and Tasha there. They have each other and they have a host. So I think it's great. Um, for Rachel, I really love her connection with Avon. At mm -hmm. first, I thought there was no connection. At first, I was like, oh, no, this is going to end and it's going to be another rejection. But what I realized is they actually have such natural chemistry that it doesn't seem forced or like too mushy and like cheesy it actually just seems very natural um he is just a, a handsome specimen and seems like an absolute doll yeah um so i really like their connection it just felt real um obviously tino he's seems perfect for her uh i those two to me um i think probably everyone agrees with that is that yeah i just see i just see them working um Who's the guy that she took on the date that they watched the movie of themselves? Zach. Like when they're Zach, they had a really, really great connection too. It felt like they were kindred souls. Like they, had, like they had almost been together before in another lifetime. So yeah. I like those three. And Zach this week, he did the thing where he like took her away to like scream it out. Um, oh, yeah. So he had like a moment, but like Tino, it feels like to me that this is just Tino's game to lose. And I don't and know what they're doing with that promo and maybe I'm falling for it, but I'm like, how is she not going to pick Tino? <laughs> oh, I know. I, I never trust the promos, even though every time I'm like, oh my gosh, 
Um, you're watching your own promo and you're like, did that happen? (laughs) That's how good it is that I probably would do that. Um, yeah, no, honestly that I was there for Michelle and Katie's season. I'd watch promos and be like, no way. Um, (laughs) but yeah, I, Tino definitely, I mean, the term front runner always comes up, but Mm -hmm. he, I also love that he was so real with her. Like I, he was kind of upset that she canceled the day portion. Like I was really looking forward to spending some time with you. Like, otherwise, what am I doing here? So, um, I like that he kind of was honest without worrying about like, obviously he worried about how she was feeling, but he was like, what about how I feel? I like that too. And they seem to just have quite a chemistry, but you're right. I think that it was very natural with, um, Avon also. And she gave him, he gave her that bracelet that his mom, oh, oh, that was really yeah. cute. He seems, he seems like a precious, precious guy. He does. We need to protect Avon at we, all costs. We definitely need to protect him. Um, yeah. what about Gabby's guys? We saw that like funny little fish date thing. I guess oh, that was God. funny. <laughs> I don't think slapping people in the face with a fish was funny, but whatever. <laughs> it was, <laughs> was trying like, to tortilla? be funny. Give me a tortilla. That's funny. Uh, fish. I don't know. I'm like the poor fish. Like that's true. Dead or alive. Like it had to have been dead. I don't know. I don't like but, that. And then um, the guy who like stole the kiss, Jason, it was like, she just like had slapped with, he just got slapped with fish guts and then they're kissing. <laughs> that's real love right there. I'm like, that's, I, I don't know if I could kiss fish guts, but um yeah I that, I don't know that was a really interesting I'm like is that what they do in Belgium like I don't know I guess <laughs> wait on yeah, group dates though in general like because even on Rachel's they had um I think it would no it may be Rachel on the one-on-one they'd like walk up and pretend that that person was like casually sewing them a veil and yeah, like the yeah. soccer on Gabby's like how much are you like giving a warning? All right, your marks over there, go over there. Like, are you have to pretend that naturally you just ran into these people in the park? <laughs> Sometimes it is natural. And then you have to like, obviously ask those people for permission because they're about to be on television. Sometimes it is just set up where like, oh, actually go do that. But a lot of it is probably set up like, hey, why don't you take him over here? There's going to be people waiting for you. Yeah, it's okay. I just mean, checking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I figured, but I like, yeah, yeah. I know no one's an actor, but sometimes, you know, the selling of the shock of what's about to happen in front of you. I'm like, all right, what's going on here? I know they're good. They're good. Um, But for Gabby, she had a one-on-one with Johnny who like, I seems like a perfectly fine guy, but I didn't totally feel it there. Yeah. He seemed like he'd be like, he seems awesome. He seems fun and nice. Uh, Yeah. I didn't, there's times where I was like, wait, are they really cute together? And then there are other times where I was like, nah, I don't see the spark as much as I do with other people. Yeah. And I think that spark is definitely there with like Nate who got yes. the group date rose. Um, but I do think also kind of in the teaser again, maybe I'm just falling for it, but I think maybe she's going to be a little nervous about the whole stepmom situation. Yeah, just I agree. And it's so fair. I mean, that's a really life altering decision. It's a life altering decision to pick a fiance, let alone um, become a stepmom, And you have to be really ready for that. And it, you, that person, that little girl deserves the, you know, her wanting to be full all in. Um, but then did you see there's some like news that just came out on Nate that he was like dating two girls at the same time before he came on the season. I was just reading all of those DMS and I'm like, I hate uh, when this stuff happens. Cause then I'm like, I have to try to figure out now if this is real and I'm going to have to go through all of this. But yeah, seems like there's a lot of potentially incriminating messages that he had this long-term girlfriend allegedly and didn't tell her that he had a daughter and she found out watching the show And then there's another girl who also he might have been seeing around the same time. And there's a lot of DMs with some potentially incriminating dates. I think he commented on Instagram about it, saying there's two sides to every story. 
that there's three sides to every story. There's his side, her side, and the truth. Yes. And I I always try and take all all of these like headlines and things with a mm-hmm. grain of salt because I've seen headlines about myself that are so like, oh, Caitlin was the phoniest bachelorette they've ever had. She was dating a guy. I was dating a guy before I went on The Bachelor. And I was literally like, I have to make a decision because if this is actually my person, I'm not going to go on The Bachelor. But he wasn't. Right. And I was like, I have to break up with you because you're not my person and I'm going to go on the show. And I think that's okay. I think it's okay to date people before you go on the show. I think it's okay to date two people at the same time before you go on the show, as long as it's within reason. Like, are you telling both of them you love them and you're like, you know, committed to them and they don't know about each other? That's a problem. If you're casually dating and it's none of their business, whether you're going on other dates to see what happens and you're just having fun before you go on a TV show, I don't see a problem with that. So I never want to like immediately jump to conclusions, but um, well, I guess we'll see. I'm curious to hear Nate's side of the story. I know. I feel like they have to get ahead of this because Nate has been kind of like the early, like maybe oh, for bachelor people yeah. love Nate. And it's like, oh boy, totally. this is not good. And it's always, I love seeing how the show handles this stuff because sometimes it does kind of get like tossed aside and they see. And other yeah. times it's like your jet of it all, where it's like the cover of people magazine before the finale even airs and it's kind of blown up. So it's like weird yeah. to see how every season it, it like outside world stuff is handled differently. It's very interesting. Caitlin, can I just say also, like, I will never forget being um in my bathroom and seeing the Snapchat that you posted of you and Sean in bed. Like I saw it live <laughs> and in person. I might, I don't know how long it was up, but I had a screenshot of it, like six seconds. And I was like, oh my God. Like I literally saw it in real time and I will never forget. Like my heart stopped. I was like, is that Sean Booth in bed with Caitlin? <laughs> I know. I'll never forget that either because I don't even, I think they still are mad at me for that. Like I swear I, that was really, really bad. I the Snapchat. I was so new to Snapchat right. at that time that I thought I was just sending it to a producer being like, oh, having our happy little couple weekend. And then I didn't know I sent it out to the world. Never forget my whole season. But yeah, never forget. People don't forget. That's for sure. No, I literally <laughs> remember like it was yesterday, which is just funny because I so many of these things happen and it all goes in one year out the other. But that one, for whatever reason, I was like, I remember holding my phone being like, what did I just see what I think I saw? That was a big deal. That was, that big was, deal. That was a big deal. But also for Gabby, Jason and Eric are her other kind of like oh. front runnery types. What do you think of Eric? Yeah. Because People I think like him, I just don't like his hair and it makes it hard for me. I'm sure he's a nice person, but I just, I struggle with the hair. I don't like the hair to okay. be honest with you. Okay. I don't, I feel like, um, hair is an expression of ourselves and maybe he was feeling a little edgy and I don't know. I don't know. I don't mind the hair. I don't think it's that bad. Um, there's something to him that about him to me that is mysterious. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, is he a sweetie? Is he a bad guy? Like a bad boy? I don't know. I feel like he's mysterious where Jason, I think is like straight up uh 10, like in every way he seems just like such, I just, I want to see more of his goofy side because I think Gabby needs someone that makes her laugh um, and not so buttoned up, but then look at me with Mr. Buttoned up Jason Tardick. So <laughs> <laughs> true. Mr. Finance. Uh, yeah, it was your finance. So uh, I want to see him make her laugh. And like, I just I think he's just so timid in front of cameras, which is such an honest thing. Like, it's it's almost like concerning when they're so comfortable with cameras and like being on, you know, True. Um, even though that's how I was. I was like, yes, cameras, action. Let's <laughs> I go. will plow your field or whatever you said. Yeah, let's, let's make some TV. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I know what you mean. <laughs> 
Yeah, I do. I think it's sweet and, and um, endearing. And I just want to see a little bit more of his personality. But I, I do. I really like both of those guys. I think that both of them also, you could see them getting a little um, uncomfortable with like the group date of it all. And that means probably yeah. that they really do like Gabby in the same totally. way. I think we're going to see Tino have that problem um, yeah. in like next week or whatever in the promo, because they do have the strong feelings and you have to find that balance of don't come off like a dick and also be yeah. like, but because I signed up for the show, but also this right. is because I genuinely feel this for this person. And I don't know what it's to do with so my feelings. Hard. That's what it is, it's, right? Yes, it is. It's so hard because if you are a, um, if you are, you can think your healthy way of thinking and not an impaired way of thinking is what I always say. If you're in your impaired way of thinking and you're being insecure and you're seeing this as like wrong, like she's doing this with these other guys, why is this happening? You're only hurting yourself. If you can think of it through like a healthy lens and say like, I'm on the bachelorette, this sucks. This is really hard to watch. And that's because I care so much about this person. And I can only sit back and let her make her own decisions because at the end of the day, if those decisions lead to her realizing how great of a guy I am, we're going to be really happy. And yeah. so that's extremely challenging to do. Nobody wants to see the person that they're falling in love with, making out with other guys, having feelings for other guys, meeting other people's families. It's so unnatural and it's really challenging. I think, I think Sean had a little bit of that balance on your season where he might've gone the wrong way a few times. hundred percent, hundred percent. It was, it's, uh, it was, I, I wanted so many times to just be like, if I choose you and one, it's up to you too. You're choosing me as well. You don't right. have to choose me just because I'm choosing you. We should want to choose each other. But at the end of this, if I'm choosing you, it's because I genuinely want to be with you forever out of anyone. So like, yeah. take that for what it is. Remember but, that. Yeah. Remember that. Yeah. Well, I know that we're, you know, Jesse Palmer's doing great. We love him. No shade at Jesse Palmer. I actually think he's been very funny and like perfectly That's balanced, right. sprinkled in perfectly, yeah. just little amounts. Um, not just totally. because like, it's not about the host necessarily. Totally. Um, but is there anything you would have done either differently or wanted to say or do if you were there for this besides maybe cutting out the, we heard you were dating your cousin, we could do better ads. <laughs> Just had to throw that in there. I don't know what's going on with those ads. Where are those coming from? Like what? Every time we hear them, we're like, did he just say that? They're weirder Um, and weirder. And also like the dump your boyfriend. It's like, and then we'll get you on the show. And then they'll make a TikTok about you for how you dumped. I know. It's like, but Jesse Palmer told me to. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's, yeah, it's interesting. It's like, dump your boyfriend. But then it's like, if you have a girlfriend before coming on the show, it's like, how dare you? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, um, I, I actually agree. I think Jesse is incredible. I love him as a human being. I love him as a host. Um, he is doing the perfect amount of like, you know, appearance, appear, appearing, appearing in there. Um, it's just hard because now we've had a taste of like, um, you know, he has been in the position of being the bachelor. So he, he gets it. Um, but we got that little taste of like uh, a woman understanding another woman's insecurities and being able to validate them. So I think I just would have tried to like adjust Rachel's crown a little more and been like, you are a goddess and these men are here for you. And even if like, if there was just one bachelorette, the guys don't have a choice. It's confusing to these guys that they have a choice or that are meant to like not think about this other woman. And it's you find out who really is there for you. It's a little bit of a blessing. So hang on to those ones and show those ones all of the love and respect that are there for you. Um, but I still think Jesse walked in and did a great job at being like, you can't be a perfect bachelorette. He's so right. Um, yeah. 
but I don't know if I would have done anything different. And I, and I do love that they have each other because they have such a beautiful friendship. I'm just like, it's their friendship goals. It's amazing. I, I d- definitely agree. And it felt like at the beginning, it was like, oh, that's like the ad campaign, like best friends, best friends, best friends. But I'm like, if I'm taking away anything, it's that they really are thinking about each other quite a bit during this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. They are the love story of our generation. Yes. I think they are. I really think they are. Yeah. Did you ever have a chance to talk to either of them before or have you? I have talked to them. Yeah. Uh, I ran into Gabby actually in Nashville and at the airport and I've texted with Rachel. Just, I just want them to know like in our group chat, we have a group chat with all of the bachelorettes in one group chat. It's very overwhelming in the best way possible because they're all so supportive. So um, I'm just like, we've kind of just reached out to them to say, Hey, we're here for you. If you need any advice, you don't seem to need anything because you're handling this perfectly, but here for you. Um, and they, you know, it's, they're going through any, the journey that all of us have gone through the ups, the downs, the lefts and rights. And the, the there's every love story can get messy and we're, we're all here for them. A hundred percent. Well, last notes from the episode I saw, I'm sure you caught it. Rachel really staring down Logan after she, he accepted that rose. Yeah. He thought that was telling they less, they, you could really see her there. Um, yeah. so I don't know if she approves of that one, but she's going to support Gabby. Like she quickly said she does. Um, yeah. and the fact that we're down to five guys for Rachel and six for, for Gabby, how did that happen? I don't know where the, I feel like we're all in some kind of time warp and that this is just like a joke on us. Like there's an, we're in like the upside down. If you watch stranger things, like I feel like some sort of other world happening here where time is going way faster than usual. So I'm like, of course, of course they're doing hometowns in like a week. That's just the world we live in where time is flying. So I don't know where all of that went, but I'm just excited for them to have less guys and better connections. I love when it gets down to that. Yeah. And I think we're good. I don't think there's going to be any more flopping. I don't, I don't foresee no. anything else. And I think no. that one thing that has kind of happened from having two of them is they've gotten down to a less, a smaller group of guys quicker. So the guys they do have, I would imagine maybe averaging a little bit more time with them at yeah. this point, not in the beginning when they were oh, like really? had to switch off, but I think just by math, they would have more time with these guys. I think so. I think you're right. I think you, you do once that's, that's kind of like the beauty of getting down to the ones you really, really fall in love with and care about is that you get to spend more time with them. And, um, it helps make your decision a little easier, even though it's feels impossible, but you get there, you get, you get there. there. Well, you've been <laughs> yeah. very busy as always. Um, are you still yes. on tour? What's happening? Tell me what the off the vine, the latest. <laughs> Uh, off the vine, no, I just did um, a live podcast in Toronto. It's so fun doing these live events because podcasting is probably my favorite thing to do. I love having conversations with people. I love hearing people's opinions. I love just having like authentic conversation for like 30 minutes to an hour. I feel like we don't do that enough in life. So to bring that live and meet what I call the vinos, which are my off the vine listeners, um, to have that like kind of intimate interaction and like see their faces and be able to like, be in one room together doing that it's always so much fun we get so crazy because of course I'm drinking spade and sparrows my wine and I start crowd surfing sometimes and we just break out into like Mariah Carey and we dance and we play games and we have good conversations and we laugh and we cry so the podcast is always just like my happy place and taking it on the road has been something I will continue to do because it's just so fun. <laughs> I saw some um, clips on TikTok. I think Blake was there DJing at one point. I'm like, there was yeah. definitely a lot of dancing. I'm like, wow, this is quite the party. <laughs> yeah. We had like a combination of like bachelor people with love is blind people. And um, yeah, just, it got, it got weird and that's how I like it. And that's just, that's who I am in a nutshell. It just, uh, it gets weird and that's, 
it's fun to be weird. It is fun to be weird. Um, are you still, are you getting married on New Year's Eve or is that just something you threw out there? (laughs) No, I really wanted to. I, I would still actually be happy to do it. If we can find Jason and I are so funny. Like if we talk about a venue, like we actually have such different styles, different tastes, different, um, different everything that it's almost frustrating because I'll be like, I'm in love with this venue and it's perfect and it's open. And he'll be like, oh no, that's, no, that's not the style we're going for at all. And then honestly, and it's so hard to book because everyone and their dogs are getting married right now, making up for time from the pandemic. So every venue that we love is booked. If we both agree on a venue, it's booked until like late next year. But I've honestly been like, could we just potentially have like this small little intimate even in our backyard, like anywhere, I don't care on a lake, on a, wherever, and then do the party thing at a venue later next year. I'm still into that idea. Um, so we're trying to come up with ideas just because I did not know that finding a venue or picking a date would be this hard. I thought it would be like, I'd be like, why are people waiting so long to get married? Like, unless they come off the bachelor, then I'm like, take your time. Yeah, um, please. <laughs> but once you get engaged, I'm like, you know, like, let's get the ball rolling. But now I'm like, well, I'm going to have to enjoy a longer engagement because this is hard. <laughs> Do you have like a date in your head where you're like, if we're not married by this month, this year, we're going to the courthouse just to do it. Or like we're doing the backyard thing. Or are you guys still just like really just throwing things at the wall? I mean, Jason is just so sad on having like a wedding, like the way he has always gone to weddings and seen weddings. And I'm so not traditional that I'm like, why can't we do the courthouse or why can't we? So that's another way that we're just like, um, cause I would, I would, I don't have a date where I'm like, if we're not married by this yeah. time, I'm doing this. Um, but I do say like, well, why can't we just like elope? <laughs> He's not down. He's not down. <laughs> We're not pulling up Ben, Ben and Jen and going to Vegas. Apparently not. And I also think I'm I just read that it. you might be opting for a pantsuit. I would totally wear a pantsuit. I, I love the idea of all my bridesmaids being in pantsuits, um, and, and me in a dress and then switching it where they all switch into dresses and I switch into a pantsuit for the party. Like, I just love a pantsuit. I feel like it's, at every event I do, I'm like, I used to make fun of how often Jason wore blazers. Cause I'd be like, Oh my God, you're so New York. And now I'm like, mm, I am Mrs. Tardick. I wear a blazer all the time. <laughs> yes, yeah. I am professional. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't, I'm not always like a bit, I like wearing dresses sometimes, but I, I go back and forth. I want a pantsuit. I want a tight dress. I want a loose dress. I want a short dress. I want a crop top. Like I can't make a decision to save my life. <laughs> it also must be so funny because people ask you obviously questions about your wedding all the time. I know you like partnerships and everything. And I ask bachelor people, especially questions about the wedding all the time. And like Jojo Fletcher one time was like, you're my mom's going to read this before I have a chance to tell her that like the date has changed. And like, I feel like yeah. Mr. Joe is like, I told you I was getting married next fall. I'm not like, they just like, people yeah. guys like throw things out. And like, I get it because it's actively changing. But like, I have to be like, <laughs> so when's the wedding? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it is part of your job. And not, even when I interview people, you know, on my podcast, if they're engaged, the yeah. natural question is to ask when they're getting married. People love weddings. People love wedding details. And I get it. I'm one of them. We just got to figure yours out before you can tell us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. Well, Caitlin, I'll let you go. Thank you so much for your time. What else do you have going on that you want to let everyone know about? I know we've got the hair accessories, the wine, obviously the podcast. So I have an accessory, a hair accessory line, but we also do uh, some apparel. Like I'm wearing this sweater right now. It's like buttery soft. It says too comfy on it. I have sweatsuits. I have scrunchies. I have beach towels. I have um, visors. I have clips. I have all these fun accessories. And because summer is 
sadly like going to be over soon. We're doing a 30% off site-wide um, summer sale. So you can nice. get 30% off everything. And I'm telling you, once you use one of my scrunchies, you will never go back. They are the most legit scrunchies I've ever used in my life. Um, I got to get some, I got to get some. Oh my gosh. They're, they're honestly the best. I wear, I'm wearing one right now. I wear them every day. I have thin hair. It makes my hair look thick when I put it in a scrunchie. And then the people who have thick hair, they're like, Oh, scrunchie never holds my hair. I'm like, use mine. I promise you it'll hold. Um, and then I have my wine label spade and sparrows, which, um, we have exciting news coming up for that. I'm, I've worked so hard on spade and sparrows. It was way harder than I could ever imagine to start a wine label, but I'm so proud of it. Um, and you can order a lot of places online, spade and um, or check out where we have, you know, we're in some liquor stores and then my podcast off the vine every Tuesday and Thursday. And we do bachelorette recaps and I have really great guests on and it's so fun. It's just so yeah. fun. You're a busy girl. And I will also tell you <laughs> that I think I listened to your song, like probably like a handful of times. The if I'm being honest song. Oh I yeah. Every time someone says on it, I have like this tick that I sing I, songs whenever I hear the word and my roommate is I so annoyed because every time someone says honest, I go, if I'm being honest. I'm being honest. <laughs> I did too. I know. It's like, it's one of those things where I'm like, wow, that I didn't realize how often I said that until Me? I wrote a song I about if I'm being I heard honest. anyone say it. And now I'm singing your song to people and they're like, what's happening? Yeah. You're like, and swipe up, download yeah. and leave yeah. a review. Yeah. We, we I need know. more I clicky songs. Think. I know I've got one in the bank. Actually, I need to record it because I, I got so busy there for a minute that singing was always something I loved to do, but it was kind of like a hobby. I wasn't mm-hmm. like trying to do anything with singing, um, but I do have another song I want to release. So it'll be fun. Oh, all right. Well, thank you so much again, Caitlin. Um, I hope to talk thank to you, you soon. I always love talking to you. You're hilarious. Oh my God. Thank you. I appreciate your time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, tell your friends about this podcast, and come back every week for more Bachelor breakdowns. Bye.